Tommy Thrall is the outstanding play-by-play voice of the Cincinnati Reds. We're going to get to him in just a moment. By the way, Chris Sale has just uh, tested positive for COVID-19, so he's going to miss his start on Sunday against the White Sox. He's the 10th Red Sox player to test positive since August 27th. Wow. And they're still hanging in there. Let's uh, bring in, that's BK, I'm Danny Mack. Let's bring in uh, Tommy Thrall, who does a great job on the broadcast with the Cincinnati Reds. Reds and Cardinals tonight. You can see that game on Valley Sports Midwest. Hey, Tommy, thanks for hopping on. How you doing? Hey, I'm good, Dan. Thanks so much. Uh, appreciate you guys having me. You bet. Uh, so we have Tyler Malley, John Lester tonight, Castillo, Michaelis on Saturday, Sonny Gray, Jay Happ on Sunday. Reds just lost another series. What's going on right now with the Cincinnati Reds? Uh, man, it's tough. Uh, they're really, I think what it boils down to is they're just not hitting right now. Um, and that's something they've done all year. They've done a pretty good job of manufacturing runs, uh, really using the whole field. And they just, for, for whatever reason, they're just kind of in a, a offensive lull. And I think it really started. I don't know if it's just coincidence with the timing or, you know, if, it, if that just makes that big of an impact. But it really seems like it kind of started when Jesse Winker went down. And uh, still not sure when he'll be back. Hopefully in the next week or two, um, he should start his rehab assignment relatively soon, maybe as early as uh, the start of next week. But So I, I think that, that has something to do with it, but the, the offense just isn't clicking. And um, the starting pitching has been okay. The bullpen has still you know, had, had its, its ups and downs. But uh, I think when it really comes down to it, this team is just not doing what it was doing early from an offensive standpoint. That's super surprising because of the names that are in that lineup. But I think we've seen this across Major League Baseball, that these, these teams, for whatever reason, and I don't know if it's a 2021 problem or if this is just me not remembering what it was like to watch a full season, but it feels like everybody's gone through some of these weird sustained slumps this year. Have you noticed that as well? Yeah, it just seems like as a team, yeah, that, that, that you're seeing that across the board. I mean, right now the, the Padres are kind of going through the same thing that the Reds are going through. Uh, and I think a lot of it, I, I, you might be right. You might, you might be honest something with the, the length of the season. Everybody expected the pitchers to get one down. Um, and I think we've seen that too. But, but a lot of guys that have been workhorses in the past have continued to be again this year. Um, you know, Vladimir Gutierrez is the guy for, for the Reds, but uh, it looked like, he was starting to get tired and then bounced back and, and had a great start a couple of days ago. Uh, but from an offensive standpoint, I don't think anybody really anticipated the impact that really only playing at 60 games last year would have on those guys. So we might be seeing some of that too. Cause it, it, it definitely feels like collectively baseball is just getting a little tired here down the stretch. Well, our guest is uh, Tommy Thrall, and he is the play-by-play voice of the Cincinnati Reds. I think this happened on your broadcast where Joey Votto, who was – Injured at the time, and you guys weren't traveling at that point in time. Uh, and I don't know if you're going to – are you in St. Louis today? Are you guys here? We are, yeah. Yeah, great. Well, we'll catch yeah. up tonight. But um, So you guys were in your booth in Cincinnati at the Great American Ballpark. Joey is there doing a workout. Correct me if I'm wrong. The team is on the road, so you're doing a game off a monitor. And he says, hey, I just kind of want to hop on and, uh, and, and you know – to shoot the bull a little bit about baseball. Did he? Was that with you guys, and, and what was that like? How did it unfold? Yeah, that was with us. It was incredible. So we're, we're in there, uh, you know, we, we, we do the games from our radio booth when we were doing uh, the remote broadcast. And, and we actually had the, the shades down. We have shades in our booth so the sun doesn't crush us. Um, so we had the shades down, and our PR guy, uh, it was Jamie Ramsey at the time, because Rob Butcher was, was traveling with the team. He said, hey, look, Joey Votto's down there getting a workout. And I said, well, why don't you see if he wants to come up and join us on the radio? Half joking. 
but obviously if Joey wants to do that, by all means, we're going to have him on. He said yes and, and came on. And, you know, when you have a guest, you think they stay for a half inning. If it's a quick inning, maybe you bring him back for another half. Well, he ended up staying for the entire remainder of the game. I want to say it was four or five innings. He stayed in the booth with us, and we had a great time. Covered just an array of topics, not just baseball, but it was it was so cool because it it gives I, – I think a big part of our job is – to try to help fans relate to the players as more than just athletes. It's more than just professional baseball players. So it gave fans a chance to really get to know Joey on a, on a different level. And I thought it was outstanding because of all the topics we, we covered, chess, fishing, concerts, music, and obviously a lot of baseball as well. But it was, it was really, really cool. Uh, it was just one of those moments when you get done with it, you think, Wow, that was that was really special, and that, that that just doesn't happen. I find him as a fascinating player. I've always enjoyed watching him play because I think he's just one of the best hitters of his era and probably headed to the Hall of Fame. I am curious, though, did you guys ask him, like, is this something you want to do? Do you want to, you want to broadcast? Do you want to get into this side of it? Or was this just a one-off and he's having a little fun? I, I think it was something we did ask him, and, but I, I don't think he wants to think about anything beyond playing right now because I think he still feels like he's got a lot of playing time left. I will say this. He was very adamant about wanting to do some play-by-play, and he started kind of jumping in in, in different spots. And so we finally let him call a few. Uh, well, I think he ended up calling a whole inning, and then he would just jump in with some play-by-play here and there. Um, but you could tell he wanted to get really good at it. And so – as as he he went, he actually got better just in the, the little bit of time that he was in there because part of what makes him great and such a great hitter is that he's just always looking for ways to get better. And, and he did the same thing up there. But if he wanted to do it, I have no doubts he could turn himself into a really good broadcaster. Do you feel like he's become more open and accessible this year? Because, I mean, from the outside looking in, I've seen like three or four interviews that he's done that are just fascinating. And I think he's always been an interesting guy, but it seems like he's been a little bit more open. But that's me from a national perspective. Does it feel that way as well in Cincinnati? A hundred percent. I mean, it's like he's a different guy this year. And I think a lot of that has been with fun again. And, and he's, he said it before that this is the most fun he's had playing the game and it really shows the whole team kind of has that type of personality where they, they all just they're not afraid to express themselves as who they are and that goes even with the rookies guys like Jonathan Indian guys like that so uh, I, I think that that culture in the clubhouse has really linked itself to that um, and I think he's just really comfortable in, in who he is right now uh, he's, he's certainly matured some and uh, yeah I, I think it just has to do with the fact that he's just more comfortable and and having as much fun as he's ever had because he is definitely, uh, you guys notice it, and we notice it in Cincinnati all the time. It's like he is just a different guy, how much more open he is this year. And it's been fun because he's a fun guy. He's a funny guy, and uh, it's, it's great that fans are starting to see that now. Tommy, where's that culture come from? You know, I don't know. I, I, that's, that's a good question. I, I think it comes from some of the veterans that have been brought in. I don't like Lestakis. It's just, you know, helps – uh, create a winning culture. Uh, I think a, a Nick Castellanos certainly has uh, some personality there as well. And, and they just, I think it's just a culture in the clubhouse that, that kind of just is of the mind, be who you are. And uh, that seems to be what we're seeing. And I, I can't necessarily point to where it comes from. I know David Bell, the, the manager, 
uh, lets them be themselves. So that that might be a big part of it. The crazy thing when I look at this game tonight, Tyler Malley at the Great American Ballpark, 13 starts, ERA of 609. Slug against him is 537. Away on the road, 15 starts, 1-9 ERA, mm. only four home runs allowed, 287 slug. So in doing this in a historical perspective, with at least 28 starts in a season, no pitcher since 1920 has finished with 25 or more starts and a sub-2 ERA on the road and a 6 ERA or plus at home. It's amazing the splits that he's had. Why Why is that? And, um, you know, what, what's been the difference with him at home as opposed to what's going on on the road? Uh, that is a, that is a million dollar question. And I, I've asked a lot of people to try to, you know, explain that. Um, and, and the only thing that I get is, you know, great American ballpark is a very, very hitter friendly park. Uh, and Tyler Malley is a five ball pitcher. So that might just, it's, and at some point I think it gets in your head a little bit. He's never really pitched that well at home. I mean, you look at the career splits, uh, they're not as drastic as they are this year, but they're definitely noticeable. He's always pitched better on the road. Uh, but I, I really just think it's a mistake here or there at home that really has a tendency to inflate his numbers um, in, in any given start. And that's because, you know, he, he likes to work with his fastball elevated. Uh, he's had that working, I think, better this year than he ever has. But when you work up in the zone with your fastball, you're going to leave some – there's just going to be some that don't get as high as you need them to get. And you don't get them above the zone. You leave them right in the hitting zone, and then you pay the price. I think that may have something to do with it. Um, but but it's really hard to explain. I mean, I, I that's that's the best I can come up with. That's the best I've heard. So, uh, otherwise, a lot of people just try to chalk it up to coincidence. But it's got to be a little more than that, in my mind. The voice of the Reds, Tommy Thrall, joining us here on 101 ESPN for another couple of minutes. Uh, Tommy, what's the mindset in uh, in Cincinnati from the fan base, at least, going into this series against St. Louis? I mean, they, they've got a, a real shot at this wild card. Both of these teams do. And this feels like it, it's a huge series between two teams, but I'm not sure that the hype here locally is the way that it would be if uh, they were playing better right now. What's it like in Cincinnati going into this series? Yeah, I think there's some certainly some concern. I think that has uh, diminished maybe some of the hype you're talking about just because the team has lost five straight series. I, I mean, I think that really kind of takes the wind out of some sales uh, from a fan base perspective. But there's still time for somebody to get hurt. The, the wild card is wide open. Um, obviously, the Cardinals are right there in the mix. Uh, but, but I think the team needs to start well, they this is an understatement, but they need to start playing better. So that way, if they do get into the wild card, you don't feel like you're just backing in. Um, you want to get there and feel like, all right, you've got a chance to get there and, and do some damage. So uh, to me, this is a huge series. It's a, the Reds have played fairly well at Bush Stadium this year. They played well against the Cardinals this year. Uh, so, yeah, to me, it's a huge series. But I, I'm, I'm right there with you. It doesn't seem as though the uh, the excitement level is where you might expect it. But I think that has a lot to do with the way things have gone here over the last five series. Hey, Tommy, final question. Uh, Nick Castellanos, fabulous player against St. Louis this year, hitting 392, on-base percentage of 456, slugging 804. My God. The guy, the guy has been just <laughs> – they, they can't get him out. So um, – 
what is going to happen with Nicholas Castellanos? Is, is, I would assume he's going to opt out of his deal. And do the Reds feel that he resigns with them? What kind of money is he looking for? Has he talked about it? Where, where are they at right now with Castellanos? Uh, that's the one thing he wants to talk about. It hasn't been discussed much. I think the overwhelming consensus is that he'll be gone at the end of the season. Um, but, but nobody really seems to know. It's talked about, uh, you know, behind the scenes quite a bit. A lot of general wonderment what's going to happen there. But uh, I know he's enjoying his time in Cincinnati. He feels really comfortable uh, here. It, it, I think it's the best year really that he's had. You know, he had that, that, that stretch of success when he was with the Cubs after he got traded from Detroit. He started real hot with the Reds uh, last year and then cooled off. Uh, so really, this is kind of the best we've, we've seen him. Um, I, I think it's going to be really tough, to be completely honest, for the Reds to retain him. Uh, that, that's a big hole that you would have to fill going into the offseason. If the Reds do make the playoffs, if they make a deep run, maybe it changes things a little bit. But yeah, that, I just I, I don't honestly see how he sticks around. I know Reds fans would love to see it. Um, I would love to see it. And I'm sure the Reds will try to find a way to make it happen if there's a way. But uh, it's going to be really, really challenging. Hey, Tommy, great to hear that you guys are in town. And uh, we'll catch up at the ballpark tonight. And thanks for hopping on. Really appreciate it. All right. Thanks a lot, Dan. Look forward to seeing you. You too, buddy. That's uh, Tommy Thrall.